So excited that you're here today. I'm Lee Klein. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, where we're talking about getting ready for Jesus. We're talking about what does your vision for eternity look like? Are you getting ready? Most people think they are. And Jesus has been showing us over and over again how we're not. Let's acknowledge him. He has the wisdom. He has the revelation knowledge. We need to know if we're ready or not. So let's be open to what he has to say, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are everything. You know everything. We thank you that you're preparing us, that you're looking out for us. You're telling us things to come so that we can be with you for eternity, so that we can be with that one that loves us, the one that gave his life for us, the one that cares for us. We love you, we praise you, and give you all the glory in your name. So Jesus wants to talk to us today about getting ready. Revelation 19.7, let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting and triumph. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor, for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come, and his bride has prepared herself. At last, it's going to happen. We know Jesus is coming. The Bible tells us he hasn't come, actually, because we're not ready. Second Peter 3, 9. We're not ready. And he's actually grieving. He's sad that we're not getting ready. Can you imagine your groom is waiting for you and you're not getting ready? You're not preparing yourself for him. When you get married in the natural, what does it take? to get ready for that wedding that you planned. Well, maybe you didn't know you were marrying Jesus. Maybe you didn't know, just sidetrack you a little bit. Maybe you didn't know when you said that prayer, what you were saying is, I'll marry you. I'm going to become engaged with you. I'm going to get to know who you are. And I'm going to come in agreement with you. And that's really what that prayer is. It's not a prayer that you pray and then you go off and just do your own thing. Or think you're just sitting there waiting for Jesus to come and and he's going to just um, capture you out of here. It's not true. You have to prepare yourself. He's, come, he's coming for the one that has prepared himself. So getting back to if you're going to get married in the natural, what does it take to get married? What are the things you go through? How long does it take? What are the things that you have to do? As we just talked about, you don't just sit back and let the groom do all the work. You don't even trust your groom to do all the work in the natural. We can certainly trust Jesus, but we have a part. And so in the natural, what do we do? We plan a date with our partner, right? We plan a date and um, we, we plan who, our, who we're going to invite, what kind of wedding we're going to have. Um, the time of the wedding, the food, the party, the place we're going to get married. Um, maybe even talk about how many kids we're going to have. Um, and then there is the dress and um, the attire that we're going to wear. And then there's also um, the planning of who is going to partake in your wedding, who's going to give you away. Usually it's your father, but not always. Um, there's so many things to plan. There's so many things to plan. And um, your hair, we're pretty fussy. Us women are pretty fussy about our hair. 
and maybe you're going to go get them cut before your wedding or um, done up. One lady was telling me the other day, right before her wedding, she was just going to go get a little trim and she um, had the, the lady that did her hair cut six inches off her hair. So she wasn't very happy. But um, we got to have that perfect dress and we, we, we want um, the girls that stand up for us to have that perfect dress. We pick out colors for them and then the groom and the groomsmen and, and even picking out who's going to marry you, if I didn't say that already. And so there, there's so many options to getting married in the natural, so many things to think about, to plan for the dinner, what you're going to have and um, how you're going to pay for it. Some people work extra jobs before their wedding just to pay for that wedding. There's so much entailed. And what Jesus is saying is we got to get ready. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting in triumph. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come and his bride has prepared herself. So we have to prepare for Jesus. We have to prepare ourselves for him. So what are you doing to prepare for Jesus that day? Are you getting ready? Or are you just sitting around waiting for him to do it all? Did you even know that? You are to be the bride of Christ. Maybe you didn't know that. Maybe you did know that, but you haven't taken Jesus seriously. And that's what he has, he's saying to us today. We're not taking him seriously. We, when we ask him to come live on the inside of us, we're, we're saying we're engaged with you. We're committed to you. And then we have to get ready to stand before him that day. You have to get ready. If you don't get ready, you're going to miss the wedding, and you don't want to miss the wedding. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to get ready for that day. Meanwhile, I just want to encourage you, get on your knees and start talking to him. Don't assume you're ready. If you haven't picked out your dress, so to say, have, if you haven't thought about all those things that you do, you have to do to prepare for a natural wedding in the spirit realm, if you haven't compared the time and the energy that it takes, that should bring up some questions in your mind. That, that, that should help you to question yourself as to what am I doing? What should I be doing? How can I be ready? And we'll talk about that tomorrow. You never asked Jesus if this is the first time you've heard about Jesus and that He's calling you to be his bride. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, He is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would invite him in by heeding his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. And then you would hear him talk to you. When you acknowledge him by heeding his voice, then you're going to hear, you're going to hear him. You're going to get to know him. You're going to know his thoughts and his feelings. And you're even going to know how to prepare personally or that day that you stand before him. You're going to know how to be ready for that wedding day. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are knocking at the door of our heart, and we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us. We commit to you. We're engaged with you. We receive 
we're, we're receiving that offer that you're giving to us to be that bride, getting ready for her groom. And we need your help to do that. We thank you, praise you for telling us things to come, that we have to prepare for that day. And we're willing to heed your voice, not to assume, but to heed your voice. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. So if you said that prayer, I'm so excited for you. And Jesus is living on the inside of you. And remember, all you have to do is heed his voice. He's his word. So you go to his word, you look at it, and you do it. You do what he tells you to do. If you ask him to come live on the inside of you right now, you might have already felt him. And you already know what he's saying to you. He's good. He's there for you all the time. And he wants you to be prepared for that day. Asking him to come and live on the inside of you is a commitment. It's a commitment. You've made a commitment to him. So we'll talk about more tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you.